Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. Mung, do not look now. I told you not to look. Do what? not look now. We're halfway through December. How is that possible? Oh, man. So many cookies. So oh, much man. craziness already. Christmas We're... is only a couple weeks away. Well, don't worry. There's plenty of time to do the things you need to do to see the holiday events you need to see. Nice. To enjoy Cape Cod as we speak to you today. We've even got a bit of snow on the ground, Mung. Yay, snow. I saw you out there this morning making a Mung man out in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. I love Mung angels. It's a beautiful thing to see. Hopefully, it'll stick around. We'll have a white... Christmas and holiday season on Cape Cod, but I don't know, Mung. We don't see much snow anymore. That's okay. That means I won't uh, have any uh, opportunity to fall down. Usually when it's snowing, it gets slippery and Mung goes down face first. You can only do that when you drink the drinks with the little umbrellas. Let's see what's on the <laughs> show today. Mung has a contender for the best cheeseburger on Cape Cod. An incredible discovery. We were very excited about this. We're looking forward to his report. We'll tell you how you can pick your own holly on a holiday holly hike coming up this weekend. And also where you can buy homemade cookies by the pound, Mung. Pounds of cookies? You don't have to worry about five, six, two, one. You're just going to buy them by the pound. I think it's a great idea. Oh, I may need to amend my list to Santa and add cookies. This is fantastic. And also, we'll tell you where you can hear a Charlie Brown Christmas. The Charlie Brown Christmas album will be performed live this weekend on Cape Cod, Mung. Oh, I'm there. Can you believe it? All coming up today on the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. Let's check the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast for this weekend on Cape Cod for Saturday, December 14th, 2019 rain. Patchy fog before 11 a.m., but mung a high near 54. Oh, I love those 50s in December. And then on Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 48. Not too bad. A little windy maybe, but uh, you got to take it. Although I miss the snow, mung. We've had a little bit of it recently. I miss the snow. You miss the snow? I miss the snow. Why? Because it's so much fun cross-country skiing in the National Seashore, throwing snowballs at uh, the the mailman, all the great things you can do with snow down people's necks and all those kind of things. Mm, you know I'm a rain guy. All right. Umbrellas, galoshes, no shoveling. Galoshes for Mung it is. For you beachgoers this weekend, your tides look like this. High tides around noon this weekend, low tides oh, around 7 a.m., if you're planning to do some holiday shellfishing, you might be racing against the sun and the tide in the morning. And without further ado, this bit of breaking burger news. Where's our breaking burger news music? <laughs> this is simply entitled Mung Eats Burger. Now, Mung, when I saw you today, not only were you raving about this cheeseburger you recently ate, you also showed me a glossy high-def picture of this burger before you got into it. How did this all happen, Mung? Take us with you on your breaking burger journey to this mystery location. Oh, man, didn't that photo look good? It was, like, glistening. But I'll tell you all about this because, you know, 
when we're all shopping, we're in, the, we're in the shopping season for Christmas. You know, you're visiting local artisans and local shops and getting some some good stuff for your loved ones. But of course, you feel uh, some hunger. You need protein. You need monk. protein. You gotta have some protein. Sometimes holiday shopping is a marathon. Oh yeah, it's like being sort of like <laughs> a cave person back in the day. I mean, every once in a while, you need to grab a big piece of meat mm-hmm. just to keep you going, monk. It's fuel for the holidays and beyond. So I had some visiting Hmong family, and we decided to go to a delicious place in Hyannis that is not uh, particularly known for their burgers. In fact, they're known for chicken. Strange. Yeah. So uh, we stumbled into DJ's Wings. Of course. We love DJ's. Of course. They have so many delicious bone-in wings, boneless wings, buffalo. Different sauces. Crazy amounts. They have like a dozen plus sauces you can put on them. But, you know... We just recently, within the last few weeks, it seems, had a lot of turkey and poultry. And I was like, I'm not into getting any chicken here at DJ's. So I was like, what can I possibly get? And I had this insatiable insatiable urge to eat a burger. And I was like, okay, they're known for their chicken. They must have good burgers, right? Are the burgers made out of chicken? <laughs> um, hopefully not, because I don't even really like those like ground-up chicken patty burgers. I wanted beef, and I wanted it good. And sometimes oh. I'm reticent about ordering burgers at restaurants, because sometimes they overcook it, or too much char. I don't like that burnt, charry flavor. So somehow you conquered your fears. I did. I said, let's go for it. I'm not getting any younger. You're so brave, Mom. <laughs> Not getting any younger. Might as well, like, you know, live, live, live it up. So I decided to order a burger at DJ's, and when it came out, my mouth almost dropped just because of the, the beautiful look on it. And you'll be able to see this photo. We're going to put it on our social media channels and on CapeCodTimes.com. Um, this burger looked so delicious. I, I like simple burgers. It had cheese and super crispy bacon on top. But what really uh, took it to the next level was how they grilled a this brioche-like roll. Oh, boy. And it wasn't like one of those light grills where you can barely see that it's been grilled. This was almost grilled to a, a nice dark golden brown, almost like one of the best grilled cheeses you'd get, um, you know, if wow. you were making it at home. So that held the burger well. And this was a beast. A half pound. You can get a third of a pound if you don't like a lot of meat. But I decided to go for the half pound burger, and it was cooked perfectly at medium, no char, with delicious shoestring fries. And I was like, wow, I've been around the Cape for like 30 something years. Why haven't I had burgers here? I was so enamored that I was like, this is my new burger go-to spot. All right, so Mung, I think we've done some burger research on the Cape. Uh, before this breaking burger news from you, I thought we had come to consensus that we felt that the best cheeseburger on Cape Cod, and correct me if I'm wrong, was Mom and Pops in Chatham. Which oh, that's right, yes. is an exquisite burger, also mm-hmm. the brioche roll going on there, and an incredible sauce. And they are burger professionals at Mom and Pops in Chatham. Totally. They even have a food truck. So now here you're making your assessment of the cheeseburger at DJ's Family Sports Pub, 165 Yarmouth Road in Hyannis. They also have a location in Falmouth. Everyone knows where it is. Mm -hmm. Where do you place it in the burger firmament of Cape Cod? Is this the top burger? Way to put me on the spot here. Ah! Um, I have to say yes because it's the most recent. Oh, come on. Uh, (laughs) And I haven't had Mom and Pops in like uh, a few months, 
but um, I would say it totally ranks up there with some of our favorites. Some of the greats. Um, everything from the Knack in Orleans when they're oh, open yeah. in the summer to Kikades, uh in Hyannis. DJ's like, in Wellfleet does an incredible char burger, which I love. I love the char. If DJ's isn't the best, it's definitely right up there wow. in the conversation. Well, now that is <laughs> um, quite a report, Mung. That is serious. Yeah, and if uh, you guys will just need to see how beautiful this burger looks um, and go in there and try it for yourself. I often get a lot of takeout, so on my next round, I'm wondering if this is going to translate to a takeout, because it was dine-in when I got this, and it was on a busy Sunday. It was popping. It was great. And it just provided me with so much warmth. So much so that I didn't even... This was at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't even need to eat dinner that night. Whoa. It like was the uh, enough for like an, a day's worth of feasting. Well, that is amazing, and I do have to say that photo you had on your phone, and we're, we're showing everyone proudly in the office like you had just had a baby. I guess you had a food baby. <laughs> yeah, love a burger uh, baby. And then later, didn't I see you sort of just licking your phone? Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. tough when you have to lick your phone. I'm but just still, about to get a tattoo of it. Soon that's too. the sign of a good burger mm-hmm. at DJ's. That's the Burger Report, another contender for best cheeseburger on Cape Cod. That's news you can use here on the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, Mung, it's not all about eating, although we'll get back to it pretty soon in what? this particular show. I was just about to eat right now. Well, every once in a while, you need the shopping, you need a, a hike, you need a walk, you need to do something else to burn the calories to get hungry again. I guess. And that's, I guess, what life is all about, is like burning calories and then eating more calories. Mm-hmm. And you try to make it the most delicious kind of calorie thing and maybe a few good adventures on the way. Here we go, Mung. This is something that will be near and dear to your heart. I know you love Cape Cod Holly. I love Cape Cod Holly so much. We have it all over I, the Cape. I sleep with it in it's my bed. It's very popular. It grows easily on Cape Cod, it seems to me. And we've talked to a lot of people and been to a lot of Holly places over the year. One of the one of the most beautiful Holly places we've been to is, of course, at the Ashamet Holly Wildlife Sanctuary in Falmouth. That's over by the fairgrounds. It's even in their name. It's it's filled with beautiful specimens of holly. And coming up this Saturday from 10 to 11.30, it's the Mass Audubon's Ashamet Holly Wildlife Sanctuary Holiday Holly Hike. Wow, that's a mouthful. Not only do they guide you through all those beautiful different color berries, is orange and yellow and red and all sorts of things. Uh, you pay $8, or tw- $8 if you're a member of Audubon, $12 if you're not. Guides will be handed out so you know what you're getting. And participants can bring one grocery bag to fill with holly boughs for the holiday. What? So local Cape Cod historic holly for the holidays. Harvesting your own holly on Cape Cod? Oh, come on. It's beautiful. And so you can create boughs. I know people sometimes sort of turn it into wreaths. And man, the the only thing not to like is the prickly leaves. I know, it does get in the way of my wreath juggling. That's trouble. But that is nice. Uh, We know the folks from Audubon, and it's a beautiful place that we've walked around many a time to see the rare Franklinia tree in bloom. And they have that swallow barn Mm -hmm. where the Mm -hmm. swallows live. It goes around a grassy pond, maybe it is. I'm trying to remember. A very lovely bit of land, and the hollies, so beautiful this time of year. And you can take some home. That's coming up this Saturday from... 10 to 11.30.
And you go to massaudubon.org for more information. That sounds really nice. So perhaps, yeah, you're making a local gift for a friend or a loved one, and you can actually go get it with your own hands, and just it just makes it that much more special. What's kind of funny about this is that a couple of years ago, I got the idea, oh, let's uh, go get some photos of Holly at Asham at Holly. And I went down, and it was like the week after this event, and I couldn't find a single like holly berry anywhere. Oh. Everyone had harvested the holly. Hmm, so you so, got to get there early. That's right. So uh, <laughs> I think only this special event can you harvest the holly. Now, Mung, I had a great experience over the weekend. I was uh, down in the Mid-Cape area. Uh, I had to drop off my daughter at a birthday party at all of us. And so I was cruising around 6A. I was going by this place called the Friday Club. You may have seen it. It's a woman's charitable club. club. They're famous for their pies, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they have quite the pie um, um, event uh, around Thanksgiving. They were having their holiday bake sale, so I went in there and loaded up. I spent $22 on baked goods. What? And I got to tell you, I was a hero when I got home. And the sort of moral of this story is now is the time of year when you can sample some of these great cookies that you might not get around to baking yourself, but someone on Cape Cod went to the trouble... This sounds interesting, this event coming up this Saturday. It's the Cookie Express, Mung. The Cookie Express. The Cookie Express? I'll I'll hop aboard that train anytime. Now, this takes place 8.30 to noon on Saturday, December 14th at the First Congregational Church in Chatham. Homemade cookies sold by the pound. Sold by the pound. Wow. You're selecting from a wide smorgasbord of cookies, creating your perfect cookie arrangement, whatever you want, and you buy them by the pound. No different prices for the sugar cookies uh, and the ginger snaps. It's all one thing, and it's all about you, your wallet, and a scale. I'll take five pounds, please. I mean, this is the time. It's so nice. Last weekend was so great when we had these different assorted goodies from the Friday Club, and boy, they can bake. I got to give a shout out to them. Uh, and, and to have the chance to do it again this weekend in Chatham, to taste the butter. Butter is love. Mm-hmm. Holiday season is love. Extra calories around the old tum-tum. That's love this time of year, Monk. Oh, this is not the time to go into your local grocery store and get, like, Keebler cookies. I mean, we love Keebler. This is the time for homemade baked right. goods. You got Homemade harvest. cookies. That's right. It's so much better to buy someone else's baked goods that are delicious because you don't have to worry about baking them or, or cleaning up afterwards. I mean, you could even say it's kind of a hearkening back to the days of your mung when we were hunter-gatherers. Mm-hmm. Out there, it's like, oh, can you eat this grass? That's <laughs> not so good. Uh, what about that? <laughs> Turtle shell. <laughs> Ow, my teeth. No. And then in the distance you see the glowing Cookie Express sign in Chatham at the First Congregational Church and you have to cross a river and a marsh and the, your boots are all squelchy and you, you crawl up to the front door and they say, come on in. Get your cookies by the pound. Mm-hmm. And then you have to say, well, I, uh, what's this money thing? No, you probably have some. Chances are a little bit and you can get those cookies you need. It's a way of being a pioneer mung, a sweet-toothed pioneer. Oh, that sounds so delightful. Very Daniel Booney of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's coming up this weekend. I'd cross the river for any cookie. I love cookies, mm-hmm. man. We've been making a lot. Last night at my house, I made popovers. Then my daughter made her now famous brownie cookies. Ooh. Oh, man. They're cookies with a crisp outer edge, a sort of brownie-esque texture. And we that- were eating, eating good last night, and the smell's in the kitchen. Where was my invite? Sorry, Mung. No oh. popovers for you. Boo. Now, I'll make you some popovers, Mung. Yay. Mung, you love music. 
I do. I do. It's generally a feast for the ears. Usually, uh, <laughs> uh, I can find you uh, most weekend evenings uh, somewhere uh, listening to Grateful Dead bootlegs and uh, snacking and saying, yeah, man. <laughs> totally. And uh, something Far like out. that. I know. That's right. I know you love music. Here are a couple things that might just perk up your ears, as they say. There's another word. We don't use that here on the show. I understand. All right. You love the Charlie Brown Christmas special, Mung. I know you do. Love it. Do you hate it? No, it's something that you have to watch every year. It's a staple. Those aluminum trees in that market, he's clonging on them. Tong, tong. What's happened to Christmas, Mung? It's all commercialized. Too Although, commercialized. wait a second. Weren't you talking about Where's My Baby Yoda doll today? Yeah, Where Is My Baby Yoda doll? What, they should what? have planned better for this. Why? I would, uh, I would give my life for Baby Yoda, and all I want is a plush toy of it, but apparently they're not all over the place. Now, like what, what size Baby Yoda would you like? A little itty-bitty cutie one, or one you, that's bigger that you could squeeze and maybe sleep with like a teddy bear? Uh, maybe a, a life-size one. Life-size Baby Yoda. What is I don't life? even know how big that would be. Well, up to your, um, up to that's your knees. not available. Oh. I'm sorry. Boo. I mean, if you love the Today Show, you can get a baby Hoda doll. Wah, wah. Hello, Bung. She's uh, one of the co-hosts. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, oh, that sounds like the uh, the Peanuts adult. Well, you were complaining wah, about wah, wah, Hoda wah, wah, on the Today wah. Show earlier. Your complaint was they drink too much wine <laughs> on the Today Show, Mung. I don't get to drink any wine on the Fun Show podcast. Well, I mean, you can start if you want. No one's going to stop you until you get fired. But uh, <laughs> until that time, every sip will be a joy. <laughs> But enough about that. Back to back to Charlie Brown. Uh, this sounds like an intriguing idea. We all love the music uh, from the Charlie Brown Christmas special. It's that Vince Guaraldi mm-hmm. trio kind of sound. Do, 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 I mean, do, classics. Do, do, I, I know that's been like a soundtrack to my Christmas and mm-hmm. holiday existence over the years. They're doing a Charlie Brown, Brown Christmas album live at the Katuit Center for the Arts. What? They're performing the whole thing. Here's what they say. Nothing takes the edge off the holidays quite like the beloved soundtrack to a Charlie Brown Christmas by Vince Guaraldi. Since the Peanuts holiday special first aired in 1965, its score has become one of the most recognizable jazz recordings of all time. I would agree with that. So here we go. They've got uh, three of the Cape's finest musicians putting it on. Uh, It starts at 7 o'clock Sunday. December 15th, it's an hour and a half, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Uh, everyone who comes is asked to bring a supermarket gift card with a minimum of $10 because it's a fundraiser uh, for the Housing Assistance Corporation's Angel House, which serves mothers with substance abuse issues and their children. It's for a good cause. $10 gift card to the supermarket at the Katuit Center for the Arts on Falmouth Road in Katuit. Some of the that'll sound great. That'll be a holiday fun thing. Perfect for the holidays, and they're doing the whole shebang too, not just one song. Ah, that's what I, that's the way I do it. I put that thing on. I ride it all the way through. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mungy Brown. <laughs> all right, Mung. I know this one's up your alley. Maybe that jazz thing's too highbrow for you. Oh, definitely too highbrow. Well, here's something that is right in your wheelhouse. What if I told you? You had the opportunity to meet Elsa and Olaf from the movie Frozen and Frozen 2, now in a theater near you. You could meet Elsa and Olaf. That's my jaw dropping to the table because all I want to do in my life is meet Olaf. (laughs) What about Elsa? I do love Elsa, but she's no snowman. 
Oh, boy. Elsa and Olaf. What? Are they coming to the cave? This sounds great. Okay. You can meet Elsa and Olaf at Snow's Home and Garden Center in Orleans on Main Street, where they will be doing live performance of songs from the movie Frozen. Oh, my God. Can you believe this? I am such a Frozen freak that I just want them to sing. Is Olaf going to sing the summertime song directly to me? How does that go again, Mung? Everything's great in the summer. Something like that. Wow, that's uh, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Snow's on Saturday. That's in Orleans, a fun town to go to. You could stop by the old Chocolate Sparrow and get something delicious to Mm -hmm. drink or nibble on. And And a lot of people go to Snow's in the holiday season because it's a destination for Christmas time fun because they've got... A legendary train display. More, yeah, it's uh, more than one train. Right. All sorts of beautiful model railroad stuff and accessories and little buttons you can mm-hmm, press mm-hmm. to make things spin around or lights go on. Kids love it. Everyone loves it. And now the frosting is Elsa and Olaf singing songs from Frozen. Real people. So you're telling me I can go to Snows and see trains and characters from Frozen in the same day? Yes, that's right, Monk. Is it Christmas already? Well, I don't know, but that sounds <laughs> because awfully Because how do you good. get bigger than that? Is Olaf the most famous snowman in the world in history? Yeah, even over Frosty, I would say. Really? He has superseded Frontman now, Monk. Well, cause, yeah, because he was in Frozen 2 as well. Now, I heard he made a lot of money for that. Uh, that is uh, possibly debatable. What about, like, the Yeti or the Abominable <laughs> Snowman and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Um, yeah, he was kind of scary. Bumbles bounce. <laughs> Bumbles do bounce. They took his teeth out. I thought that was kind of mean. How do you eat now? You're a giant snowman at the North Pole. You're a carnivore. And some nutball, Yukon Cornelius. Snow cones. He you takes out your teeth snow cones. Snow cones. There's no protein. You try to eat one of your cheeseburgers... With no teeth, Mung, like the Bumble. Looky what he can do. He puts it on the puts a star on the top of the tree. That's what he. Can, that's all he can do now. That's all he can do. He's on disability. <laughs> so maybe you're right. So it's maybe Olaf, we'll see him at this uh, Olaf Frosty event. and the Abominable Snowman are the top three snowmen in history. Oh man, this is a place where we don't have to say. And that Sean let it Penn go movie, uh, Falcon and the Snowman. I don't the know Falcon that one. Falcon and the Snowman. But I love it's Birds of four. Prey. Let it go. Oh, no. Don't let it go, Mung. Not in here, not now. I won't let it go at all. Oh, my God. But I will go to see the Frozen characters. Speaking of letting it go, uh, as we talk about notches on your belt, Mung, again, what a week you had in food. You had an incredible week in food, and it looks like... I haven't had to eat since. You took a journey to a kind of food we don't get a lot of on the Cape. I live in Wellfleet. This place is in Mashpee and Falmouth. You had Greek food at Estia, at uh, Mashpee Commons, right? Or is that? I did, I did. I don't know what's going on. I must be living high on the hog, but I dined out twice this past weekend for lunch. One at the previously aforementioned Delicious Burgers at DJ's. But on the day before, for my first time, even though they've been around for like five or six years, I think, in the Commons, I went in. I've gotten takeout there, but I went inside Estia for some premier Greek food. Greek food, Greek food, Greek food. Delicious stuff. And the rumor that I heard coming down the sort of rumor mill all the way blowing on the wind to the outer cape was that you had pastizio pastizio i did have pastizio and it was so delightful and it provided multiple meals um it's delicious it's like a greek lasagna 
but not a lot of tomato sauce, what you'd think of like a lasagna. It was uh, like a like a spiced uh, beef with some sort of like a, like an egg custard, like a quiche, and the noodles were big and thick and uh, you know tubular, and it all came together so deliciously. Um, and the secret ingredient to pasticcio is a little cinnamon. That's wild. So it was perfectly balanced. It was wild. And again, I ate half of it there, half of it to go. Other Hmong family got uh, stuffed grape leaves, uh, some spanakopita, which is what? like a like a spinach and cheese pie. Oh, that sounds good. Phyllo dough, uh, that kind of thing? Yeah, phyllo oh, dough. Mom. And then also a lamb hero. I know I'm your hero. And not your gyro. We don't need another hero. Um, so that looked good. Uh, that was packed with everything. So it was, it was like the all-star cast of Greek food, all for lunch, and it was delightful. They have a really neat space in there. They're also known for their pizzas. They have this insane pizza oven, which gets really hot. So a nice crispy pizza. And I would recommend Estia, and they have a location in Falmouth as well. They are at 26 Steeple Street in Mashpee and 117 Main Street in Falmouth. I was just looking on the menu, and I saw pastizio, which they describe as layered spiced ground beef, Greek macaroni, topped with bechamel and tomato cinnamon sauce. Yes, that's exactly what, what it was. What a wild flavor profile. And I think it was sun-dried tomatoes, too, not your normal t- tomatoes. Really delicious. And Estia has a humongous menu. If you want, like, kebabs with steak oh, or boy, I marinated love chicken or, like, wraps and things and tons of salad with feta they've got, cheese. They've got grilled octopus there. They even have grilled octopus. And they have plenty, of course, of one of my favorite sauces, which is part of a lot of some of the, the dishes you see. Uh, in the Mediterranean and Greece, it's tzatziki sauce. Tzatziki yes, sauce. Yes, tzatziki sauce. That's is delicious. Cucumber, garlic, cucumber, yogurt, garlic, lemon, mint, sometimes with dill. Mm-hmm. They put it on their heroes and pitas, and it's this minty, lovely, delicious sauce. It's so great. I don't even like cucumbers, but I love tzatziki sauce. Why don't you like cucumbers? I don't like what we- they did. I don't I don't like what they do with them and pickles and cucumbers and it just seems like a weird operation. <laughs> what do you mean like it's it's like some kind of evil operation the pickling of cucumbers? Yeah, yeah, I don't know about this. The whole industry. The whole industry. What about fresh cucumbers? Nope, nope, no cukes for me. Why? Um I don't know. Did I something d- happen? To Young Mung? Yeah, it was that great cuke accident of 1989. <laughs> the truck was going by. Uh, I still can't see out of they, my left eye. It started spilling out of the back, and you're slipping on individual oh. cucumbers, and you finally impaled yourself on a cucumber. <laughs> mm-hmm. it took him years to get that out, slice by slice. He'd go in uh, after school, and the doctor, armed with a peeler, would remove just a little bit at a time. That's right. Some people have pacemakers. I have a cuke maker. Well, that's the way it goes, but that still means you should try Estia. It mashed me and found to get a fix of that Greek food, which can be just such a nice change of pace from the regular, what, chicken finger diet you're usually on? I usually on? have lots of chicken fingers and um, pot pies. <laughs> but yes, Greek is great. If you can get down there, um, try it out. Mung, you've been talking about this one for weeks now. And as a matter of fact, you just told me, you said, I'm leaving work early to go to this. This, of course, is the Chatham Christmas by the Sea Stroll coming up this weekend. The Chatham Christmas by the Sea Stroll weekend kicks off at 5.45 p.m. with caroling and a light parade at Kate Gould Park on Main Street, followed by the tree lighting there. 
Weekend events include open shops, breakfast with Santa, a pancakes and pajamas benefit, a concert by the Chatham Band, and Grub with the Grinch holiday breakfast on Saturday. All sorts of things. Wow. For, for more information, ChathamHistoricalSociety.org. Seems to me you said you were leaving work early on Friday to get there to Kate Gould Park to watch the tree lighting and all and the caroling and all that stuff. Yeah, just don't tell my bosses. Where am I going? Um, but yeah, Chatham Stroll, I regret that I have not been to the Chatham Stroll. I've been to strolls all over the Cape, um, from Barnstable Village to Provincetown, but I haven't hit up Chatham over the years, and I'm very excited. A very quaint town, nice main street. I expect good things. When you when you go to these strolls and hear people sing, I know you went to the Barnstable Stroll, mm-hmm. people were singing. Oh yeah, carolers singing, all I was, sorts of stuff. I was at the Dennis Stroll over the weekend. And there were a bunch of people dressed in old garb, and they were singing old songs. Hmm. You know, with the the hand muffs. Oh yeah, and all like the guys Victor- with top hats. Victorian and, yeah, era. Oh, they sounded great. It mm-hmm. made me think we should do more of that, Mung. I think it's called like wassailing, not sailing. I know it's Cape Cod. Wassailing. Oh, wassailing. Here we come. A wassailing Christmas concert is coming up, Mung. You can get your wassail on. I love to wassail. This is 3 to 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon, December 14th at the First Congregational Church of Yarmouth. That's on Route 6A. Now, they're going to do some of these old classic songs, Mung, the kind to make you think about Christmas and, and the holidays and all sorts of stuff. Uh, like, got, like Not like Ariana Grande's Santa Tell Me. No, no. They got uh, In the Bleak Midwinter, The Snow Lay on the Ground, The Wassail Song, and all, it's all sorts of other old-fashioned ones. You know, where like, oh, like yeah. kids are out in the snow, and their fingertips are freezing, mm-hmm. and they don't have anything, and someone throws them a roasted chestnut, but it hits them in the noggin, and then they're in some kind of coma. Oh, but then yeah. there's a Christmas miracle at the end. Yeah, the Christmas coma miracle. I remember that. Not only that, there's a new Hanukkah set, and two pieces by John Williams from the movie Home Alone as part of this concert. One of my all-time favorite holiday classics. So that's wassailing. Uh, Wassail is a noun, is a toast to someone's health or a hot drink that's made with wine, beer, or cider, spices, and sugar. Usually baked apples. Hmm. A wassail bowl full of it. And when you go wassailing, you're indulging in wassail. You're carousing. You're singing carols from house to house and drinking to the health of people. We need more wassailing around the holidays, Monk. Well, cheers to wassailing, it sounds like. I hope you're going to get your wassail on at the Chatham Stroll. I will wassail, wassail all over the town. Monk, you looking for some interesting holiday gifts, something different? Um, always. Uh, you're a cat guy, right? Uh, are you in the household with a cat now at the present time? Um, the Hmong household is currently catless. Oh, no. But that's not to say we wouldn't welcome one in the future. Now, you've had cats in the past. We have had cats in the past, and they've been delightful. Now, I don't mean to bring up uh, memories like this, but you had a cat for many years at your residence. Oh, yes. Max was uh, just about 20 years uh, we've had him since he passed. A pe- super and then cat. He, then he passed. Yeah, he was a super cat. People love their pets. How about this, Hmong? You paint a portrait of someone's favorite pet and you give it to them for a holiday gift. Uh, that would mean more than any PlayStation 4. <laughs> That's so true. So Pet Portraits with Ruth Odile Davis takes place from 6 to 8, 6 to 8 p.m. on Monday, December 16th at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod on Old Main Street in South Yarmouth. Now, this is $35. However, they provide the materials you need. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is bring a picture 
of the pet in question. It could be anything. Oh, it could be the pet's funniest moments. Hamster, iguana. Mm-hmm. People have rabbits. All sure. all sorts of. What's the weirdest well, pet you've ever come across? Like a, like a boa constrictor. We did do a story mm-hmm. on someone who had a, like a an albino. Yeah. Boa, they were trying to get rid of it or something. That's going to be a large canvas for that one. Yeah, well, maybe you could do it curled up, like, mm-hmm. you know, don't tread on the holidays. <laughs> right. Something like that. And so you could do this. You bring your photo in. You work with pastels among your favorite uh, sort of medium, pastels. Oh, yeah. I only wear pastel pajamas. That's fantastic. So there's a chance to create something meaningful and beautiful and work on your artistic chops. Make a pet portrait. Yeah, give it to your friends. It's forged by your own friend's hand. People don't do that anymore, Mung. No, no, When's no. the last time you made a holiday present for somebody? Nothing. My friends only give me, like, IOUs. We went through the last couple of years, we've made a lot of potholders. We have a little loom, and we make potholders for people, because they work really well, and they're quite colorful. Yeah, some people have pots. So we... Do you do you use potholders, Mung? Um, you're supposed to hold the pots with things? Uh, I, I just use my tentacles. It's like something that could be... <laughs> <laughs> it can be used with like a really warm takeout container. Oh, there it we go. It keeps you from getting burned. Oh, yeah. Pet portraits. Oh, brother. Now, Mung, you told me right before the broadcast you hate animation. Why did you say that? What are you talking about? I said, hey, you like animation? And you're like, no, I don't like it. I'm like, I love, I like cartoons. <laughs> I like animation. Some of those things can be great. And you were like, oh, I don't like it. I don't know. It's Maybe not. I thought you meant claymation. Johnny Depp's not in it. I don't like it. <laughs> claymation's better than animation. What? Wallace and Gromit, man. I mean, I that's like, like Wallace and Gromit. But no, Wallace. Pixar things are my favorite things ever. All right. But this is a, a big animation show. Uh, shows, plural, coming up in Wellfleet. Wellfleet Preservation Hall will hold four screenings over two weekends of the 21st annual animation show of shows. A curated best of the best of animated short films created by folks from all around the world, four of which have qualified for Academy Award consideration. Wow. Countries like Austria, Germany, Russia, Belgium, France, Israel, Switzerland, and the Czech Republic, Mung. Nice. So some of the best animators are going to be on the Cape? Um, I think some of them might be there. Uh, They're definitely uh, showing the movies. Perfect. Uh, 4 and 7 p.m. Saturday, coming up this weekend, the 14th, 2 p.m. Sunday, the 15th, 4 p.m. December 21st. That's at Preservation Hall in Wellfleet. I was there over the weekend uh, at their craft sale, their winter sort of bonanza fest. I bought someone some jewelry. Oh, you didn't have to. Craft fairs are tough, though, Mung. you got to admit it. Because it sounds like you were at one recently. I was at a gigantic Love Local Fest one at the Barnesville High School, and it was packed Isn't with it local tough, though? vendors. I mean, like, I did buy something, so I felt good about supporting local artists. Yeah, you local got to support local, and... buy at least one thing. But aren't there a lot of times when you're trying to avoid uh, eye contact with the vendor because you don't want, like, a, a, a box made out of popsicle sticks? Sometimes, or like... sometimes their wares are not for you. But you got to, you know, make nice and smile as you walk by. I feel like I'm letting people down, though. Oh, you are. What? And it affects their livelihood, but whatever. You got one thing. Uh, makes me nervous, but I did have a good time. Saw some people and had some nice chats and got some jewelry for a loved one. But I can't go into it any further. You never know when well, people are listening. Greg's not listening to the show. You can surprise him later oh, in the month. Oh, yeah. I got Greg a, a, a navel ring for his new piercing. <laughs> He's going to uh, love it. Oh, dear. It's got a little baby Yoda on it. <laughs> it goes right through his navel. That's one navel Is that why he's not here see. today? Is that why Greg's not here? He's got some kind of navel infection? Recovering from the piercing. Oh, he shouldn't have done it. 
Mm-hmm. I knew he'd been drinking malt liquor under the bridge. <laughs> under the bridge that might have gotten hit by that truck on Route 6. That was quite something. Yeah, that was weird. All right, Mung. One more thing for you. We need regular exercise, Mung. You might not get enough on your holly harvesting walk at Asham and Holly on Saturday. Belly flopping doesn't count? Well, no, because usually it means you're reaching for the remote and you've slipped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, I got rug burn. Oh, no, on your chin again, too. I see that. Mm-hmm. That's awful when you end up, like, face down in the shag carpeting and the remote's been kicked under the couch. And you're like, I don't want to watch the Patriots. <laughs> Where's the clicker? Where's, the c- Where's my clicker? <laughs> I hate when that happens. So that's why you have to exercise. Our walk of the week recommendation. I was thinking about Mass Audubon places because of Asham and Holly. And one that I think people overlook is the Barnstable Great Marsh Wildlife Sanctuary. That's off of Route 6A in Barnstable. It's across the street just about from the Barnstable West Barnstable Elementary School. It's 2444 South Main Street, they call it. There's a little sign. And you go down a driveway, you cross the railroad tracks, and then there's parking, and then there's one and a half miles of trails at the Barnstable Great Marsh Wildlife Sanctuary, two ponds, shady oak woodlands, and a coastal overlook with spectacular views of Barnstable Harbor and the Sandy Neck Beach out across the water. Mm-hmm. A lovely uh, old stone walls. Yeah, if you're like a like a plain air painter, you should like go out there and do some nice Cape Cod winter scenescapes. It sounds lovely. And one year, uh, otters were seen in one of the ponds out there, and that is always a super thrill to see those friendly-seeming otters mm-hmm. lolling so, about. Sounds like you otter get out there. Well, otters, man. I, I think they're maybe the coolest. They're like the seals you can love. They're That's like, right. They're like land seals. They're like land seals that will not eat your face. But they're and they won't draw sharks unless there comes the day when sharks go up on land after otters after having eaten all the seals. Mm-hmm, yeah, and, and they're more svelte than seals. There will probably be land sharks in our future, but probably five, ten years away. I remember one year one of the wildlife centers let a couple otters go uh, in Wellfleet at the dike going out to Duck Harbor. And the day after they did that, uh, I took my family down just to show them where they went, and we got there, and the otters were still like, "Who? who's feeding us today? And they came out of the water, up the embankment at us, and we had to vamoose, because we <laughs> didn't want to maintain human-otter relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were so like, what do you got? You got a sandwich? I don't know. I'm an otter. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> they came right up, and what beautiful animals. And so maybe you'll see that at the Barnstable Great Marsh Wildlife Sanctuary our Walk of the Week here on the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. Yeah, with all those cookies. If you're buying like five pounds of cookies, you might need to walk it off. It's all about balance, Mung, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all about enjoying these next two, three weeks as we go into the new year. You always get that feeling in mid-December like, oh my gosh, I got to savor all this. Mm-hmm. How can I do it all? And you get caught up in the hustle and bustle. One good thing about Cape Cod is that you can drive out to the ocean, sit in the parking lot with a cup of coffee, some peppy jazz on the hi-fi, and just relax. And I think that's always one of the great things about living here, especially in these hurly-burly times around the holidays when expectations, demands, too many cookies, too much wassailing can pile up on you. We're lucky to have these places that we can just de-stress and relax. Oh, that's so peaceful and nice. 
Well, it's true. I mean, you could get there and you, maybe you're listening to a little sports radio and you're feeling, oh, gee, Tom Brady's going to leave. Oh, no, Spygate too. <laughs> and then over in a pickup truck next to you, maybe parked at the beach, you see Santa himself mm-hmm. with a big black coffee because he's got a lot to do. He's checking off this papyrus scroll of things, you know. People on Cape Cod, again, Nickerson's, Eldridge, you know, I mean, all these people. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's relaxing. He's found a place for a little holiday solace. And that's what we have on beautiful Cape Cod, Monk. It makes me want to get out there. That's what we want you to do on the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. I'd like to thank Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for all the great music you hear on the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. Mung, it's been a delight. Thank you for being here. My pleasure as always. My name is Eric Williams. Till next time. Till next week. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. See ya. Yeah, I'm Olaf uh, here. Uh, what would you like? More with sailing, please. Uh, get over here. You going to sit on my lap? Another one of these things? Olaf, you're melting on me. <laughs> I think you're the one. That's melting. We got a wetter.